What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to Anti Up. Howard Benner and Adam Ronis here from Fantasy Alarm. What's going on, dude? How's your How's the week been treating you? How's uh, How's everything going today? Um, it is Thursday while we're recording here, and I gotta tell you, my uh, my bets today are, uh, are are no bueno. I'm getting killed in some late game nonsense. Oh uh, yeah, well that late game nonsense. Uh, I'm assuming baseball was uh, not great for me either. I didn't bet, but uh, you know the Phillies winning now puts them a half behind game behind the uh, uh, Mets that are falling apart. And I did have Finnegan as my closer. I picked up in the GST. I needed a second closer after Hansel Robles was traded to Boston. And uh, fortunately, all the runs were unearned, but that didn't go well. Um, and then I'm assuming the Giants game might be the other you're referring to. Uh, I got the save from Jake McGee. So mixed bag there. Or are you referring to a different game? Uh, you know what? It's, uh, referring to them all. I mean, Philly's coming back and, uh, and, and you know, taking that 7-5. I had the Phillies on the money line. But then I was like, you know, I'm like, listen, it's not a it's not a great value. It's minus 150. So you're not getting great value on it. But, you know, I do believe that the Phillies can, uh, you know, as the as the road team can, you know, cover the run line as well. And, uh, you know, and, and so the, the Phillies are losing the game and then they come back and they take a seven five lead in the ninth. And I'm like, oh, I love it. I'm sweet. I'm awesome. I'm so excited. Uh, and then what happens? <laughs> they, fucking, they, they they end up like letting a, another run in in the in the bottom of the ninth. It was uh, it was Archie Bradley yeah. who was letting runs in. There were errors there. I mean, it was just so so. I got screwed off of that one there. I mean, you know, whatever. So I I I, I won the bet on the uh, you know on the on the money line, but I mean, it wasn't a you know it wasn't a good return. And then I lose on the uh, on the run line there. The Giants game, yeah, I ended up with a with a freaking push on that. I had the uh, I had the under nine runs, and it sat there under nine runs the entire time until you know until the Giants end up tying it up four uh, four in the uh, what should we call it? in the uh, in the ninth. I was like uh, I'm like clean the entire way, like the whole freaking game. Everything's completely fine, and then I just get shit on here by. Uh, I don't even know what who who's the pitcher, Gilbert DeGeis. Either way, just garbage, dude. Hot stinking trash. Taylor Clark, that was the guy who gave up all the uh, all the uh, the early runs. Just piece of shit. Yeah, not happy, Adam. Not happy. Besides that, everything's great. No, Adam. Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, I feel you. I don't know. Today's one of those days where I'm just like tired. I have no idea why, man. Just I don't know what it is. Just I'm just tired today. You're hitting that wall, dude. You are hitting that wall. I mean, we all go through it. This is this is a, a rough time for us. And let's let's also not forget that while you took a vacation, you took time off from work. You didn't take the vacation that you were supposed to take that you wanted to take. Right. So then all of a sudden it's just, you know, so it's it's almost like you didn't even get that vacation. You got gypped out of it. I really did, man. You totally did. You and I and I feel for you on that. And you know, and then on top of that, now you've been trying your your darndest to get the GST league draft going. I'm trying to make arrangements to fly across country for a night just so I can do this draft in person with you. 
right? And then the Delta variant shits all over you there. So you're not you're you're having a rough time, man. I can understand why you're tired. Yeah, hopefully uh, a good night's sleep helped. Hopefully, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure everyone has a day each week where they just have fatigue, you know, and you just gotta fight through it. Or maybe I just need food. Yeah, check this out. You know my Italian spot that I go to? Yeah. They're closed till yeah, August 12th. The other night they were closed, like till is, like August 12th. Yeah, what is going on? A, a summer recess? What is this, school? <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I, I, I honestly, I have no idea. It's, it's the weirdest. This is, listen, this is, you know, this is, this is like one of the weirdest things, weirdest times that we're all kind of making it through. Cause like, you know, listen, I'm sitting here and we're talking a lot of, you know, I'm talking a lot of fantasy baseball with people during the day. Uh, and you know, because I'm, I'm on this kick right now where I'm just getting so sick and tired of people who quit on their league and then just start blindly accepting trades, like nothing fucking matters. Right. So, so I'm like neck deep in all of this shit. And we're talking about, you know, pitchers and players. And, you know, I guess it, it kind of stemmed from when Giolito shit the bed. And then, um, you know, just other talk about, you know, betting baseball and stuff. And I'm like, this is just, this is a weird thing. Like everybody's off their routine from last year. I can't trust any numbers off of players or whether or not they're going to be good or they're going to be bad based on, like all the shit that went down, not to mention the fact that like the wear and tear on just us as human beings, right? And having never dealt with this, I mean, you know, what was like the 20s and the fucking depression, right? Where we're sitting here and we're like, you know, oh, it's, you know, a time of COVID and, you know, how the world shut down. And, uh, you know, it's going to take a while for us to as like people in general, society to to get back to normal. And we're, the problem is that, we're trying to, but we're all fucking exhausted right now. Well, the people who have been working, there's a lot of people who have not been working. They should not be tired. Depends on what they're doing. I mean, was, <laughs> if they're sitting around on the couch eating bonbons, watching TV, then okay, fine. But, you know, listen, dude, I got to tell you, you know me. I fucking hate kids. I, I, I'm glad I don't have any. Um, and and it's just it's just something I don't want. But, man, my heart goes out to fucking parents who have had to, like, homeschool their kids or, like, you know, watch over their kids even more. Like, I hate kids as it is. I can't imagine, like, the 24-7 job that that you have to do with them. So I, I got to shout it out for those people. I mean, the exhaustion level is probably ridiculous. Your own fault for having kids, but nevertheless. Oh, I was referring more to the people who have been just milking unemployment and haven't been doing anything. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you're always you're always gonna have those, aren't you? Yes, especially more in this recent period. Right, but none of those people are complaining about how tired they are. I hope not. <laughs> I'm so tired. I had a I had to get up at ten <laughs> o'clock in the morning, and make breakfast, make myself some breakfast, and turn on the TV. My arm is sore. Ah, uh, right. Oh my God! You know what I had to do today? I had to get up and change the batteries in the remote control. Yeah, it was so rough. <sighs> Brutal. Brutal. 
Man, I'm telling you, man, we're, we're as a society, man, we are uh, we're we're in bad shape right now. We are in bad, bad shape. But uh, you know, I wanna I wanna stay on the point though that I, of of my recent rant because you understand this, man. You and I have talked about this, especially when it comes to like when you're talking about industry leagues and stuff like that. People who are, you know, and it doesn't really happen as much in industry leagues, the uh, the 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 really bad trading that takes place. But, man, dude, I mean, it is like to just check out so quickly mentally. And, and you know, that's fine. Listen, if you're going to quit on the season, quit on the season. Be a big puss. I don't, you know, whatever. I'm not going to sit there and, like, you know, try and convince you how stupid you are and how lame you are for quitting. But. For God's sakes, if you're going to quit, then don't make any trades with anybody. Don't like, don't let your buddy like talk you to just be like, oh man, it doesn't matter to you. You're in last place, but I'm really, I'm competing here, man. So make this deal with me. And these deals are, are horrible. Like, I mean, utterly ridiculous. I saw one man that was like, it was like, like eight players for eight players. And it was like all these like broken, battered, um, crap guys and Cody Bellinger for like like eight really strong everyday players and pitchers. I, I was just I'm like who how do you accept this deal? Like how does that happen? How does that work? It just it, it, it's mind numbing to me, dude. Mind numbing. Well you know I always preach this never give up, never quit in leagues. We were doing this podcast and I think probably about for two months, maybe two and a half months, maybe longer, I was mostly in last place in the labor mixed league. And I never gave up, kept fighting, making pickups. And uh, I'm up to sixth place. And I'm actually only uh, 16 and a half out of first. So, I mean, I'm probably not going to win the league. I'm so buried in saves. I'm essentially punting. But the point is, like, you just don't give up. You keep playing to the end. And, yeah, don't if you're out of it and you haven't been setting a lot of making pickups, you probably shouldn't be making a trade. I mean, there's no rule. It's like, wait, you, we can go to the transaction log. We can see, all right, you haven't made a pickup in three weeks. You've barely been set in your lineup. And now you're going to make a trade. Like that doesn't sit well with me. If you've been active this whole time. And again, a league like tout where you lose money for fab, I don't have any problem because, you know, you're trying to, to move up and, limit the damage on how much fab you lose for the next season. So right. I have no problem in that format. But if like you're in another league where there's no penalty and you've checked out and then all of a sudden you're making a big trade, yeah, that doesn't look good. I mean, you might have good intentions and everything, but it doesn't look good. It's like, wait, you haven't made a waiver wire pickup in three weeks. You made one in the last month and now all of a sudden you're making this trade. Right. And you're Why at the bother? bottom of the standings. What's the purpose of it? Yeah. Like, you know, what's your like, what are you going to say? Oh, well, I was busy. Or, no, 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 no. If you were near the top competitive, guarantee you wouldn't have that excuse. You would have found a way to make waiver wire pickups. Yeah. It's, I, it's the biggest. It's this thing I fucking hate. It's not even it. It's every league, man. People who quit. And it happens all the time. It annoys the shit out of me. Like, again, if you don't want to be in the league or if you're not going to play it out, give up your spot. There are so many people even in baseball, I know fantasy football obviously is more popular and there's probably more analysts. There's a lot of up-and-coming baseball people who would love to be in these leagues. So give up your spot, man. You know, if you're not going to fight to the end and not play it out, like, I understand. It's a long season. 
we all deal with this stuff, man. We're all like, it's not like, oh, well, yeah, I'm busy. This No, we're all busy. You know, some of these guys are only doing baseball, right? So like, what's your excuse? You're not even playing fantasy football. I know there's not a lot, but there are some baseball analysts who do not play fantasy football for sure. So like, you don't even have that. Like we're doing that and we're still finding a way to get it done. So like, oh, it just annoys me, man. It's just laziness, I guess. I, I don't honestly I don't know. All I know is that I do have some leagues where I know I'm not gonna win. I don't care. I'm setting my lineup, I'm making wave wire pickups, I'm not giving up. Yeah, listen, I'm doing the same thing in, in all of mine and in the leagues where I'm you know competing for the over for the title. Uh, you know, I'm like it's you know, working my due diligence. You know, it's so funny. You know, we were talking, I was talking with um I guess Dan Servadidio from Sirius XM, and uh, I was talking about how I'm in first in this uh, in this Sirius XM host league, right? And I just kind of made like the offhand remark. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, in the uh, I'm, I'm winning this uh, Sirius XM host league right now, uh, feeling pretty good about it." Well, except for the fact that Clay Link's not in it, so never mind. I mean, it's a kind of a hollow victory if I'm not beating Clay Link. And you know, and Sermon was like, "Yeah, he wins a ton of these leagues." I'm like, "Yeah, because he's." You know, he he should be. He's he's a huge baseball guy, and he doesn't really do football. Like, he'll talk football, sure, because that's the job. But, I mean, first and foremost, you know, Link and, like, guys like Derek Van Riper. Like, you know, these guys, I mean, this is – they – it's it's not saying that it's easier for them to win titles in some of these leagues, but, you know, when, when half the group drops off to play football and these guys are pressing on – Man, kudos to them, man, because they are they are in it. We're sitting here sweating over the stupid Hall of Fame game and how many passes Gilbert Grape is going to throw for the Cowboys, and these guys are sitting there neck deep in uh, which prospects getting called up next. Yeah, I mean, that helps, I think, but I think they're also good. Um, but again, it's no excuse. There's no for question that they're good. Like it's no, it's no best. excuse. But it's no excuse for everyone else. Again, if you know come August or July that you're gonna check out, then don't play in these leagues. I mean, I don't understand how many more times it has to be repeated. You know why? You want to be on the radio when they do the draft, and then this and that, and then check out. Like, what's the point? You're ruining it for everyone else. So, um, you know, I, I've won a lot of those leagues. I just stopped doing them because, again, it's just like. What's the reward? Okay, I win the league. I uh, get a congratulations email. Okay, great. Now what? There's no yeah, money. Well, listen, the only reason that I, I'm in this league here, I thought I was going to be going up against Clay Link. If I'm not beating Clay Link in a in a Sirius XM league, then it's to me, it's a hollow victory for me. Yeah, I think the last baseball one I did for a Sirius XM was 19. I don't think I did one last. Did I do one last? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. I know I didn't do it this year. I think they only they only did one this year. Is that why? Um, they tend to have two, but I think there was only one this year, right? Yeah, there might have only been one. I, I guess it's the one I'm in. I thought there was. I mean, we did a we did a mock a while ago, but or a draft a while ago, um, that. We oh yeah 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 we we were supposed to be a mock, and uh, and you know none none of us like you know were were even considering playing through it. And then Bowden asks me, Jim Bowden hits me up, and he's like, "Man, I'm first place in this host league for serious. 
And I was like, really? What, what league are you talking about? So he's telling me, and I'm like, I, I honestly, he's like, you're in it. You're down there at the bottom. You have like, you know, 30 points or something like that. I'm like, why well, don't I, what, what league are you talking about? And it turns out it is a mock, it was a mock draft that uh, Jim and like three other people were still playing as if it were a, a real draft. Uh, and my only, the only thing that, that was like that, I was like, oh, okay. I didn't fuck up because the, the, the other two people who are tied for last with me, right. For not having made a single move are Clay Link and Todd Zola. <laughs> I'm like, Jim, uh, this league is not being played out. If you think that Todd Zola and Clay Link are not competing in a league that they know they're supposed to be competing in, <laughs> then, then you're, you're, you're mistaken. Yeah, uh, you got to know when it's being played out and when it isn't. Yeah, well, you know, our our fearless leader always uh, gives us the details about three months too late. True. I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let me give a quick shout out here to our sponsor. Let's pay some bills. Let's play some commercials. Adam Ronis and I will be right back after this. All right, so I've I've done my rant about people who quit and how much I hate them. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, football's driving me a little nutty here. I'm talking about, you know, a ton of lip service going on. You know, and listen, we're 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 used to it, right? We're supposed to be used to it. There were a couple of stories today, though, Adam. I got to be honest with you, man. Like they're bugging the crap out of me. Like hardcore bugging the crap out of me. And I'll start with um, did you see the report saying that Miles Sanders and Boston Scott are uh are, are gonna be splitting carries this year? Yeah, I talked about that on alarm after hours because it came out late uh Wednesday night. So kind of brought that up. Yeah, I'm not buying that one. You're not buying it at all. I mean, listen, I'm I don't wanna buy it at all either, but man, like fucking Boston Scott, really? Like He's not what? even being drafted in more, and I don't think I've seen him drafted in any league. And then I looked at his NFFC ADP since July 26, and it was like 272. I was like, really? Because I don't recall any draft, best ball draft that I was in where he was even taken. So, I mean, look, you have to at least look at it and be a little bit concerned if you have Miles Sanders. Now, I, I have not drafted Miles Sanders anywhere, and I was all in on Miles Sanders last year. And obviously, it was a frustrating ride. I still like him, and I think he's actually – You know, if you get him in the fourth round, and I have seen him, I think his ADP is 38 in the NFFC since July 26. So you're talking, you know, early fourth round. I'm kind of in on that spot. It just hasn't worked out for me. But, yeah, I mean, it is a new coaching staff. So you are concerned of, you know, do they feel like, yeah, you know what, we don't want to overwork and let's mix in these other running backs. I mean, because Kenneth Gainwell is the guy who's been going ahead of Boston Scott in the drafts that I've seen. Yeah, I've seen Gamewell go. I haven't seen Scott go, but you know everything that I was I was looking at and researching was pointing towards Sirianni wanting to use one guy, not like Doug Peterson who liked to rotate guys in all the time. So that's why I was like even more taken aback by it because you know the the research says that that Sirianni likes the one dude. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, bad enough the Eagles and their schedule and stuff like that, but 
Oh, that would be uh, that would be a huge bummer. Huge, huge bummer. Because you have some Sanders already, right? Oh, yeah, because I have some of them already. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not over-invested or anything. It's, you know, like you say, when he, you know, when he falls to you and you're like, ah, oh, you know, I need a running back. Let me take, what did I take him in the fourth round of the, the mock that we did? Oh, you took him in the second. You you went in on that running back run at the end of the second round. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did, I did, I did. It is a 14-team league, but still, I was like, damn, man. These guys are going crazy for the running backs. Well, what did you say Sanders' ADP was in the NFFC? 38 since July 26th. So that's mid-third round, right? They're 15-teamers? No, that's 14-teamers. 12. Oh, they're They're 12-teamers? So it's early fourth, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's right there on the wheel then, early fourth. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Why did I think the NFFC were 14-teamers? Nah, their only one that's 14 team is the um, primetime, I think it's called. The NFFC primetime, I believe. Those are 14. They have some, but most of their leagues are 12s. Their big events are the 12s. The online's the 12, but they have some 14 teams. Hmm. Hmm, 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 That's the thing. In, in baseball, you have, like, 15 teams for the mains, 12 for the online and football. Mostly, almost every league is 12. Like most leagues are 12 teams for industry high stakes. I mean, I know FSGA was 14 teams, but for the most part, I would say most leagues are 12 for football. Okay. Unless you're playing ESPN, then it's 10. <laughs> Just an eight team league. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Get uh, whoever whoever's in the house, you're in the league. <laughs> oh, we only have five people. That's right. So a couple of guys will double up on teams. Yeah, we'll do all play every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I saw. I'm, I'm just. I'm. I'm all sorts of disgust. Oh, the Reds are up seven nothing on on Pittsburgh. That makes yeah, me well, feel it, better. It's nice to see that some baseball teams could take advantage of shitty teams. Right, oh, because the Pirates uh, made a mockery of the Mets. Well, and the Mets lost three out of four to the Marlins. Yeah, you guys, um, you guys aren't very good right now. They've been bad. they've actually been bad for two months, man. It's not just recently. Um, it's been pretty bad, man. Um, they can't hit, man. They're averaging two point six runs over the last twelve games. You know, and I see some people today complaining about Familia, like. It's not his fault. It's fucking 1-1 in the eighth inning. Like, every day, your bullpen's supposed to bail you out. At some point, you got to score fucking runs. They have bases loaded, no out in the first inning. They didn't score. Like, come on, man. Have some killer instinct. Put the fucking Marlins away. You keep them in the game. You give them life. I don't know. This team just cannot score, bro. It's just so bad watching them. And now they have the Phillies this weekend. So the Phillies are a half game out. So the Phillies can take over first place. And I think I saw somewhere today that the Phillies are now the favorite to win the NL East. And part of that is the schedule. After the Mets played the Phillies for three, they have the Nats, which they should win, but they were supposed to beat the Marlins and the Pirates, and they didn't. And then they have 13 straight games against the Dodgers and Giants. So they they could actually – they could be out of this come September, man. They really could. It's scary to think, but, you know, Lindor's out, the ground's out. I mean, they could just be done. Um it's it's uh yeah it's pretty bad man i mean and it's their fault because 
I know they have injuries, but so do these other teams. Atlanta lost their best player, Acuna, and then gets a whole new outfield. And the Phillies still have, even though Nola wasn't good today, again, he's actually not had a great year. But they got Wheeler, who's probably now in competition for the Cy Young. They picked up Kyle Gibson. So, uh, and the Braves are, Braves are still good, man. And they might get Yanoa back. He's starting to rehab. So, yeah, Mets are uh, kind of in trouble here. They, they've been playing bad baseball for like two months now. They've been basically a 500 team. It's brutal, man. You know, they're the only first place team with a negative run differential. Yeah, I mean... They, it's amazing. Like, they just cannot score. I don't know what it is. I really thought they had a better lineup, but it's not it's not showing it. And they're terrible on the road, 23 and 32 on the road. It's awful. It's awful. I, f- <laughs> I feel for you. No, you don't. No, I really don't. And at this point, I don't know. It's, man, it's just sad. And the Red Sox are falling apart, too. Even yeah, that's uh, I, I, that makes me smile. That's obviously you know reminiscent of the uh, of the good old days when uh, when the Red Sox, no matter how well they did early on in the season, would always collapse in the end. But like, I do think they've been playing over their head. I've been saying it all year. I'm like, I don't think this team is that good. Like, because they're starting pitching and their lineup's been excellent all year. Starting they, pitching is atrocious. Yeah, man. so that, they've I been mean, rolling out Martin Perez all year long. I know, and they're 64 and 46. So I know. Their fans are upset and everything because I was talking to Impemba about this. I'm like, dude, you're 64 and 46. Like, I don't think anyone thought the Red Sox would be in this spot going into the year. I didn't. I was like, they don't have enough pitching. And, you know, they get, they're probably going to get Chris Sale back next week. I think he's supposed to make one more rehab start Saturday, and he's been good. So maybe that gives him some life. And Rodriguez, Eduardo Rodriguez has been uh, better than – the surface number shows the peripherals have been pretty good. I know Evaldi's been pretty good. So, but either way, I, I didn't see them as a championship team. Like, again, I think the White Sox and Astros are the two best teams in the AL. Yeah. 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 How, the, how the White Sox, man, have they, how, how they've withstood all the injuries that they put up with all year long. That's, that's probably the most impressive thing for me. Well, they're fortunate their pitchers have stayed healthy. You know, yeah. Giolito, I mean, Lynn had a brief stint in the IL. There was only 10 days. Yeah. Uh, Giolito's been healthy, even though he hasn't been good lately. He's been Ky- shit, man. What are you talking yeah. He's so up and down. And Keiko and Rodon. I'm afraid, though, we're going to see a phantom Rodon IL stint soon. Because they're probably going to be like, oh, you know what? We're up nine and a half in the division. And they are battling for the one seed, but he didn't pitch a lot the last couple of years. He hasn't been, I mean, he's been okay lately, but not as dominant, and you couldn't expect him to, but I wouldn't be surprised if you see that. Um, yeah, yeah. You you actually you brought that up like a, like a month ago, too. We were talking, we were talking about guys being held back uh because of this. Yeah, playoff baseball, once that starts up, I mean, that's you know, that's huge. It's one of the reasons why, you know, when you look at like the White Sox and the Astros, how they short up their bullpens, right? I mean Going with Kimbrel and Hendricks there in Chicago. I know that the Astros got some uh, some back end of the bullpen help there for you know even with Ryan Presley who's uh, just back from paternity. Um, yeah, it's uh, you're, you're going to see a lot of this with these pitchers, right? A lot of yeah, guys. Being I mean, you saw it. I mean, I think uh, they said it was legit, but you saw Trevor Rogers go on the aisle for 10 days. He came back, and now he was supposed to face the Mets today, and now is it paternity for him, I think? 
No, it wasn't paternity. Was it? I just saw it was a family emergency. Emergency, yeah. So, but I mean, with them, you, with him, you have to even worry more because the Marlins are out of it. So, but we kind of knew this was coming. You know, the Brewers have been. They had Freddie Peralta go four innings in one start, and then even when he had a lead, they pulled him early. He got the win there, but you know, they're up seven and a half in the division. So yeah, I mean, it's going to be you're going to really have to manage your pitching staff uh, down the stretch here with some of these guys, which is going to be incredibly tough to do. Like, I mean, ugh, well, you're going to have to. I mean, you know, if you're chasing, most- yeah, if you're chasing, it's going to be tough. Yeah, if you're chasing, it's going to be tough. If you're in first, you're trying to maintain. I mean, at least you can go the middle reliever route, but you're still, you know, you're still dealing with, um, you know, losing in strikeouts and stuff like that. Yeah, this week was brutal, bro, because I, I, I had Garrett Cole, Jordan Montgomery, Trevor Rogers in the weekly lineup, and they all had COVID or got pulled after the lineup blocks. I'm like, great. Got a zero from Cole, zero from Montgomery, zero from Trevor Rodgers. I'm like, cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's like, you can't do anything, right? It's like, oh, lineup locked. Oh, yeah, thanks for telling us Gary Cole had COVID after Monday's game. Nobody cares about your fantasy teams, Adam. Well, they should care about gambling. They, they you know... Should they, though? Do they really need to? Well, I don't – okay, why can't you reveal – I mean, okay, you're going to tell me they just found out after the game? They probably knew before Monday's game. It's going to come out. Why just say it? Say it there. What are we waiting for? They should have respect for our fans, teams. Fuck that. We're, we're out in the games. <laughs> <laughs> like, Aaron Bucinic came out and said, uh, before I get started – Public service announcement for those fantasy baseball teams. Get Garrett Cole out of your weekly lineups. He has COVID. Okay, questions, guys. Well, did you see the nonsense in, in football right now? Did you see Kingsbury? Oh, yeah. I, I wrote about it. Yeah, that he's not going to reveal any details on injuries in the preseason because he doesn't have to until the regular season. Right? What the What the F is that? I know, man. But yeah, like, people will, will will gamble on preseason. Well, I mean, listen, I think people are idiots about, you know, gambling in preseason, but it's I'm a, just talking about the fact of like, you know, him turning around and saying that. I mean, that does that, you know, that that is gonna upset the apple cart. I mean, gambling's got its hooks into the NFL. Like that's just bottom line. You know, we could all go, what was the uh, what was the movie? Was it um the last Boy Scout, where uh, where Damon Wayans is the, uh, the the football player, and he talks about the fact that you know why do you think there's an injury report so that the gamblers can set the spread and all that. So I mean, it's definitely it's locked in, you know, with with football. But I mean, I'm not even talking about the gambling aspect of you know for uh, for for betting on the individual games. You know, that's that's gonna fuck with like if you're betting futures. Right. Craig Mish and I are going to sit and talk about, uh, you know, futures for for wager alarm. We're going to start up those videos again. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's I mean, if if a guy's not going to tell you legitimately what kind of an injury somebody's got and whether it's a a lasting one or not, that's that's messed up, dude. That's fucked up. It definitely is. I mean, even for fantasy purposes, too, like, you know, we've got to know what the guy has like Kenny Galladay we find out or it's a hammy good to know that he had it last year too so it's good to know 
Yeah, that's uh, that's that's something that's kind of bumming me out too. I took them. I you know I was like doing some housekeeping on the uh, on my bookmarks on my uh, on my browser, and uh, I was like, oh shit, look at that! It's my my FSGA league. I'm like, let me uh, let me see who the fuck that was. Like, <laughs> you know, I was like, I have no idea who's even on that team. And then I'm like, as soon as I pop it open, I'm like, ooh, Carson Wentz and Kenny Galladay. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, see, I, I am not in on Kenny Galladay, so I hate to see this because now it means he'll get pushed down and a player I want is going to go above him. So I don't like seeing this. But I'm hoping that his ADP doesn't fall too much. People are like, oh, it's only two, three weeks. He should be fine. So I know his ADP was 60 in the NFFC. So uh, I hope that uh, people don't drop him. Oh, I, dude, if people drop him, that would be that would be ridiculous. That would be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Dropping him? You really think somebody? No, I dro- mean dropping him in the rent in the ranking. Oh, Not dropping him outright. I mean dropping him down the draft board. Yeah. Well, I mean he's gotta. I mean he's gotta. Nah, man, he's great. Take him. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you. You're funny. <laughs> You're a funny man, Adam Ronis. You're a funny, funny guy. Funny how? Like you're a clown. Like you amuse me. <laughs> wow! Look at that. Adam Ron is throwing out rare, a movie quote. A rare time. Don't get used to that, folks. <laughs> Holy like shit! Last time. My fucking mind is blown right now. <laughs> blown. Cowabunga! Holy shit! You know what? <laughs> I'm dropping the fucking mic on that one there. Adam Ronis movie quote right off the bat here. Um, listen, follow the news. Don't exi- don't don't get worked up about it. Uh, hope you enjoyed the uh, the Hall of Fame game last night. I'm sure you didn't learn a damn thing. <laughs> I did see Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool early and Najee Harris. I was like, oh, OK. Deontay Johnson had a, a nice little screen pass that he took, just like he did last year. So, but yeah, nothing to get excited about. No one's playing for the Cowboys. Yeah, didn't think so. Very exciting. It was a very exciting first quarter, three nothing. Ooh, you know, I said if I was gonna get, if I was gonna make one bet, it would be the under thirty-two. Yeah, I was like thirty-two. Holy crap! Right, you've never seen unders, uh, you know, over unders that that low, but for preseason, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. You're gonna get like a like a 13 to three. You're gonna get nothing but fucking field goals. It's gonna be brutal. Brutal, I say. Brutal. We have football on TV. Yep, there you go. You got football on TV, people. Enjoy. But all right, that's gonna do it for us here tonight. Always a big thank you guys for for liking and subscribing. You got any questions? Shoot them our way at Adam Ronis on Twitter at RotoBuzzGuy on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> happy to chat with all you guys um enjoy your weekend enjoy your you know i hope you enjoyed your football tonight and uh yeah that's gonna do it for us for adam ronis i'm howard bender we'll catch you next time